0: Sometimes thin skin is the most dangerous kind to have. Today on Rooted Daily, God calls us to be unoffendable. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and Proverbs 18, 19 says, A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city. We become destructive when we become offended. Offended people lash out. They return fire for fire, or maybe they retreat into themselves. They build up uh, an unassailable wall, like the proverb suggests. When we are offended, we believe ourselves to have a moral high ground. And so, we feel justified in making the one who has offended us a villain. And so often we see throughout the Bible the painstaking efforts Christians are to take to avoid causing offense. When possible, we shouldn't offend others. And the Proverbs gives us a clue why. When we offend someone, it's hard to get them to open back up. And so we have passages like in James where we're commanded to hold our tongues back because our our words can set things on fire. We're to honor and respect others, including Those in authority, who are difficult to give honor to and respect to. Romans 12, 18 says, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. But we know there are some times where avoiding conflict, avoiding offense is impossible. It's even improper. The scriptures show us example after example of Jesus causing offense. He offends his hometown crowd. He offends Pharisees and scribes. This isn't a big surprise to Christians. We aren't shocked that the Pharisees or the hometown crowd are resentful and outraged by Jesus because he's perfect. And while they may have thought they were perfect, they really weren't. Jesus knew more. He could do more. He had a closer relationship with their God. And from our vantage point, it isn't too hard to see that when Jesus challenges their view of reality, he's always right. They don't have a reason to truly be offended we can see their blind spots and their pride and how that pride makes them easily offended but take yourself out of the shoes of jesus for a moment step into the shoes of the hometown crowd step into the shoes of the pharisees you know, the question then is not when it's right or wrong to offend someone but when is it right or wrong to be offended We know from hindsight that the people Jesus offended were blinded by pride. But it's a lot harder to spot the pride when we're the ones being offended. And it's a lot harder to spot the pride when the offender is someone other than the perfect son of God, when it's a friend or a coworker or someone else. How can we grow to be better at evaluating offenses and reacting better whether the offense is right or wrong? And the first step, is to remember that even when someone offends us in a truly sinful way, their offense is against God first and foremost. It feels personal, and that's probably the way they intended it, but ultimately, if the offender sinned, that sin offends God even more than it offends us. And how does God react? He's patient, he's loving, he's slow to anger, and he's hopeful. That the offender will come to repentance so that they won't be judged for their sin. So hopeful that he sent his only son to die on the cross so that they could be freed from that sin. So since God is more affected by offenses against us than even we are, we look to his reaction as an example for us. And he's patient. He's loving. The second step, though, is to remember that patience does not imply apathy. It doesn't mean we sweep sinful offenses under the rug and pretend they never happened. Maybe sometimes that is a solution. If someone says they don't like the color you're wearing today, it's probably fine to just brush that off your shoulder and not address it. Just move on with your day. But to be truly unoffendable, you have to learn to deal with offense in a healthy, godly way. And God has made a way for us to deal with a legitimate, sinful offense. So follow the Bible, go to that person directly in the hopes of gaining your brother, Matthew 18, 15. We don't ever need to stay offended. Even when we don't gain our brother by going to him, we don't have to live in our offended state. We can lay that down in front of Jesus and keep marching forward. Always eager for reconciliation, but not dwelling on the offense anymore. But as it turns out, a whole lot of offenses we deal with aren't necessarily overtly sinful. Some offenses don't necessarily call for a Matthew 18 confrontation. There's no intentional or discernible sin to confront. Those offenses still hurt though. You know, someone didn't invite you to the cookout with all your friends. There's nothing sinful about that, but it may not make you feel great. And in that situation, I think it's good to look back at that proverb we read at the beginning. A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city. When you become offended, do you also become unyielding? Taking offense isn't just about defending ourselves and our feelings. It's the way that we get back on offense. When we turn... Our hurt feelings, which are fine to have, but when we turn those hurt feelings into offense, we go from vulnerable to impenetrable. We put on a cloak of anger or even self-righteousness, and we imagine the people who hurt us as the villains. And so we must be the heroes. And so it seems like the right thing to do, to lash out. Often though, if an offense isn't sinful, It likely has more to do with our own insecurities than the other person. And by becoming that impenetrable city whose sole focus is protecting itself, we may cause more damage than the original offense against us. So what's the alternative? The next proverb, and this is great, chapter 19, verse 11, says, Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. I love that. Wisdom says, slow down and have some sense. When we get offended, it's easy to sound the alarm, lock down the city, but rather than letting our feelings drive our response, the proverb warns us, use your common sense. Did they really mean it that way? And if they did, does it really matter that much? Take glory an overlooking offense. Every word that another person speaks that we disagree with is an opportunity the devil is happy to leave right in front of us, hoping we will take up offense. Why? Because when we take up offense, our hearts become unyielding and hardened. He knows that. And too often, he wins. Instead of choosing just to disagree with someone or, or brush it off, overlook that offense. We choose to be personally offended by their words or their attitude or their opinions, even when they really don't affect us all that much. Or we choose to be offended on the behalf of other people. That seems to be social currency right now, just being offended all the time. Christians should be warned though. Offense can take things into a destructive plane. There are things that are undeniably offensive. That, that's true. Some things offend God himself. There were times that Jesus was offended and there were times that Jesus offended others. But let offense be the exception to the rule. With God, we can have the good sense to be slow to anger. We can keep our hearts open, even though we know from time to time we may get hurt because we know it's only with open hearts that we can live like Jesus in this world. Taking offense often is our way of seizing power in a situation where you feel powerless. But instead of taking hold of power, let's take hold of the gospel, the power of God, because it brings salvation to all who believe. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent and be baptized and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.